Let's chat now with Marcel again. Marcel Louis Jacques, he is the ESPN NFL Nation reporter covering the Dolphins, and he joins us here on Ken Levick Alive. Uh, Marcel, how 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 should I feel about what what happened yesterday? You know, it's kind of it's interesting, you know, because I, I think the Dolphins are at a point in the season where, on one hand, you say, okay, it's the Texans, like you did what you're supposed to do against the Texans. But on the other hand, they have shown an inability to perform how they should perform against bad teams early in the season. So I think you, you've got to take it as a positive sign that, okay, like they have refound, they've reclaimed their ability to beat teams that are worse than, than they are. And that's an ability they did not have against Jacksonville in Week 5 or Atlanta in, in, in Week 6. So it, it's a, it is a positive sign moving forward. Um, they closed out for the first time all season. They yeah. were 0-2 entering the week when they had two-score leads. They opened up a two-score lead yesterday, and at no point did it ever feel like Houston would realistically close that gap. So uh, I, I think it's it's like uh, like an old analogy in basketball. Sometimes you got to see the ball go through the hoop. Yeah. <laughs> I think Miami just saw the ball go through the hoop. Uh, oh, well, so with that being said, and you talked about the offense a little bit there, I'm wondering, because the fact that they traded up and they used that pick on Jalen Waddle, and I know all the fantasy players out there are excited about what Waddle brings to them every week because he has a high floor, but do you feel like he's starting to be used in a more consistent way that actually makes the offense run better and leads to more points, or is it just, again, them trying to make sure that they are showing that they're using their first-round pick right? Uh, I think a little a little healthy mixture of both. Um, you know, he's a... He's getting at least six targets in every game but two this season. Like He's clearly a big part of the offense. And, uh, you know, the, the yards aren't necessarily there, but the, he is capable of moving the chains. And what they've got to do now, I, I think what they're using him for is in place of a, uh, like in place of a run game. And when you, when you got guys, you know, running for 34 yards on 20 carries like oh. they did yesterday, Sometimes you have to manufacture yards in those short yardage scenarios, and that's kind of what that's kind of what Jalen Waddle has been has been doing so far this season. But uh, you know he is electric in space. You're starting to see him become more comfortable in finding his spots. But uh, I think it's kind of preaching patience on, on his end and kind of I don't want to say settling, but accepting what he's being asked to to do within this offense. So uh, you know he is on pace to become uh, he's on pace to become the second rookie in NFL history to log a hundred or more receptions. The only other one being Anquan Bolden with the Cardinals. So uh, I, I think that's pretty good company to be in no matter how many yards you end up with. Marcel Louis-Jacques again, ESPN NFL Nation reporter covering the Dolphins. Joining us here on Ken Levick Alive and uh, watching Miles Gaskin run yesterday was literally to, <laughs> like watching a crash dummy just into a brick wall over and over and over again. What is what is going on with Tua? I know he had the injured finger. The Dolphins say it's broken, but I show up yesterday, Marcel, and he's not starting. He's got the broken finger, but I see him ripping passes in warm-ups. How, how is that possible? What is happening here, and is there any way he plays Thursday? Uh, I think there is a way he plays Thursday. Brian told us that Tool's close on on uh, on Sunday that he wanted to start, but just didn't have quite the zip. Uh, but at the same time, so he was there in, in an emergency role. He had to be somewhat loose and, and somewhat ready to come in the game if if Brissett was knocked out at any point. So I think that's where you're seeing him. So that's why you're seeing him warm up pregame. Uh, I don't think this is some sort of long term issue. I don't think it's something that. Like, I don't think he lost his spot to Jacoby or anything drastic like that. 
Um, you know, they he did tell us a few minutes ago that Tua is yet to throw today. So, uh, you know, they'll continue to evaluate him today, and we'll probably get a better update tomorrow. But it is kind of, it is a little nerve-wracking, you know, because it's such a short week, um, and uh, they don't have a lot of time to give him rest. But I think those few extra days will give him enough that he, it'll, it'll heal enough that he can tough through it. But uh, it is, it, it's kind of interesting to note, though, right? Because yeah. he, here he is with a, a broken finger on his, on his throwing hand. And there's there's varying sure. degrees to injuries, of course. But you know, broke he fractured finger on his throwing hand and he's trying to play. Uh Will Fuller's about to miss his sixth straight game with a broken finger. Yeah. Well, uh one of those positions uses their hands a little bit more than the other, you know, a little bit uh it's a little bit more important yes. than the other for their fingers to be working. <laughs> but you know, it, it is like I said, varying degrees of injury here. Uh, and I do want to, to ask you about Mike Jasicki because I don't know what the Dolphins would be waiting for if there was contract extension talk. He is far and away, when you see the Dolphins, far and away the most valuable asset they have. Chris Greer looks like he's going to luck into the 49ers completely free-falling the Dolphins into a top-10 pick here uh, come the draft. But if you want some goodwill with the fans and actually want to make your franchise competitive, it would make sense to make sure that you're locking in Jasicki, right? I would think so, yeah. I, and I don't, I'm not sure what his market value is. Probably somewhere in that ten to twelve million dollar a year range. You know, I don't think he should be making maybe Kittle or Kelsey money, but uh, especially without a thousand yard season. But with uh, with the the security that he's provided over the past, over the first eight games of the year, I, I think that he, I think he deserves he, he deserves an offer. And then it'll be up to him because he is an unrestricted free agent. Uh, so the Dolphins don't really have a say. In, in where he ends up, yeah. it, it's all up to him. But the way he's preached team first, he's been probably the team MVP uh, over this first half of the season, over the first nine games of the season. Um, he's been their best player. He's been their best leader. It would just, it would be a shame, you know, for if there was a world where he wanted to stay in Miami, it would be a shame if the Dolphins weren't able to get that done. Now, Marcel, you, you earlier said that the win over my lowly hometown, Houston, Texas, was seeing the ball go through the rim. Usually with shooters, when you say that, there's more makes to follow. That's the hope, right? <laughs> there's, there's something salvageable about all the misses you were throwing up before that. What would equate to salvageable for this Dolphins football team now that they've seen the layup or free throw go in over the Texans? Yeah, well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't start it off by expecting a, a win over the Ravens. I think that's a... That's a tough ask, man, on a short week, a physical team like that. But when you look at you know some of the more winnable games remaining on the schedule, they still got two games. Two games against the Jets. Mm. They got a game against the Giants. They're playing the they're playing the Panthers. Like there there are there are winnable games <laughs> remaining. They're even they've got the Patriots at the end of the year who they've beaten once on the road. Uh, we'll see if they're if they're able to do it twice. It's really hard to sweep a Bill Belichick coach team. But I, I think that, you know, the I think the shots to follow are winning games where they're not overwhelming underdogs. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not saying they're gonna roll into the Superdome and beat the Saints. I'm not saying they're gonna beat the Titans who look like maybe the best team in the NFL right now. Right. Uh, but I, I think if you if you defend home, defend your home turf against Carolina and, and New York uh, and you can at least split with the Jets, then I, I, I think that's a positive sign moving forward. Um, if you sweep the Jets, then that's even better. But, uh, 
you know, you're, you're probably going to hit the double-digit loss range. Uh, just try to keep it as close to 10 as possible. Yeah, and the fact that my Carolina Panthers got grouped in with the Jets, I'm not feeling so hot. Yeah. I'm uh, not feeling so hot. There's Marcel. no avoiding it now. The <laughs> Sam Darnold honeymoon is over, Theo. Yeah, I, I thought Darnold would be at least like average or at least Teddy Bridgewater level for us, but he is he's Sam Darnold again, so that, yeah. that's great. That's great. Uh, and Marcel, what, what the hell happened to Buffalo yesterday? <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny. I always get uh, every every game this year, Every Dolphins loss throughout that losing streak, there's always been, you know, those Bills fans that slither in the mentions talking about how <laughs> uh-huh. I wish you were back in Buffalo. Uh-huh. And uh, that didn't, uh, that didn't happen. <laughs> they were missing yesterday <laughs> for some <laughs> reason. Weird. Uh, Marcel. Yeah, I had a, I had it in the chamber. I didn't actually post it, but I had that Spider-Man <laughs> meme in the chamber <laughs> where both Spider-Mans are pointing at each other, the uh-huh. Dolphins and the Bills. Like and you know, how do you how do y'all both lose to the Jags? So wow. yeah, yep. you know, all of a sudden that that London game was a lot less funny up there in Western New York. Absolutely, I said the Bills fans can't say a damn thing after that <laughs> yesterday. I don't want to hear anything anymore. Uh, Marcel Louis Jacques again. Uh, read all of his work, ESPN.com. He is the NFL Nation reporter covering the Dolphins at Marcel underscore LJ on Twitter. Marcel, great stuff as always. Appreciate it, man. Yep, appreciate y'all having me on, man. Talk to you guys next week. All right, Marcel Louis-Jacques, again, ESPN NFL Nation reporter here on Ken LeVick Alive.